to Gangster Cheers. To Gangster Cheers. Let's go. Wonderful. Summer edition of Road Tripping. I know you guys aren't used to this voice. Summer style. We make used to the voice. Everyone's used to your you voice. You really can't just like <laughs> contain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm your host, Allie Clifton, and I have joined these great fine individuals out here for some summer road tripping. Richard Jefferson to my left. The lovely Alex Curry across from me. Chris Geeter McGee <laughs> to my right. Uh, we are going to bring in our guest here in one minute, but I must make it known that we have been 30,000 feet in the air. Yes, we have. Mm. We've been on land. Yes, we have. Mm-hmm. And now we are coming to you on a boat. Oh, we're on a boat. We are on the body glove boat. Boats and hose. The oh, boats body and hose. Gl- <laughs> <laughs> the body glove boat. So we'll get into that the in Nina, a little bit as Nina, well. The Santa Maria. <laughs> Richard is in rare form. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, but before we do that, real quick, you want to give a shout out? Uh, my guy, James Jones, man, uh, I, I was talking to just some other basketball people. Me and Luke, we played volleyball this afternoon, and he was asking me about James Jones getting a position already in Phoenix, and I was just like, he's the guy you want in your organization. Uh, he, he's been so impressive, and even for a guy like myself who is 15 years in, he was such a calming presence for me. Uh, he's like, Richard, don't worry. You're going to play in the playoffs. And I was like, but I'm not. He's like, Richard, it's not about any of this and that. It's just, Richard, you're going to be one of our top eight, so just make sure you stay ready. And I was like, yo, but I've never been in this He's like, Richard, don't worry. Me and you will get on the treadmill every day. We'll make sure we do shots every day. And he just helped me stay ready. So James Jones, uh, the Phoenix Suns got a great, great individual. The Cavs lost a great, great individual. And I just wanted to say congratulations to him and good luck in the after party, you know. Hey, Ali, it's been amazing to see the love on social media from all the players, and I saw yours as well. Was he a guy that you could always count on, being the reporter? When you're there every single day, it's brutal, especially when there's some rough stretches. It's actually really refreshing, just kind of from a player's perspective, like what Richard says. Teammate to teammate, you have that, but also myself as a reporter, you knew that you could always look to James Jones. There was a lot of times I'm in huddles and it's something that um, a lot of sideline reporters don't get across the NBA. And when I'm in huddles, there's moments like in the finals when, when I would come into a huddle and who's leading it, James Jones. He hasn't played in multiple games now going on and he still carries himself. I always say he's the ultimate professional. Like you said, he was the first one in the gym, last one out. Uh, joined us episode 17 for road tripping. Um, just carried himself as such. He's a three-time champion. Yeah. A guy that you have to respect. And Seven-time finalist. Wow. It's pretty amazing. Seven, amazing. seven times straight. Seven times straight. I know we have to say straight. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. even Big Bob went to the 7-7. Seven, seven. RJ, a lot of times fans don't realize how important that kind of a guy is in a locker room. I remember when the Lakers kept Meta this year, Meta World Peace for that 15th spot, and some fans were like, we could have kept Anthony Brown, we could have gotten younger, but that's not why you keep a Meta World Peace. He's the guy that Ingram calls at midnight to go work out, and he's ready to do it, right? You need those kind of guys. And, and that's a great point, Geeter, so let's bring in with that yep. our, our guest here. Um, he's the associate head coach Segway. for the Memphis. Segway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would not be a good uh, in arena host. That was horrible. But JB, no, that was great. Yeah. Welcome. Hi, JB. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, we're glad to have you on the boat, and, and let's continue the conversation because I think it is great. Um, but from that perspective, when you think of a guy like Champ, I mean, you got to love him. You think about all the things that he's done, and from a coach's perspective, you know, 
when you're not in the locker room, when you're not in the huddle, uh, you want somebody there who you know and who you can trust, um, who's going to help lead the team. Uh, guys who can solve problems instead of create problems uh, from a coach's perspective, you know, I mean, are invaluable. And, mm -hmm. you know, James is obviously that type of guy. Uh, you don't, you know, you don't attach yourself or be a part of such greatness if you're not that type of person. So it's, it's clear, even from the outside looking in, what type of guy he is. And, and, I, and I just want to say this. I've been doing this now. I, uh, I'm going to start my 17th season. Well, I thought you meant the podcast. So how, no, 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 how no. old are you then? Okay, uh, now uh, does that make you? Yeah, not only how, how old does that make you, Richard? Uh, okay, guys. That's been a topic today. I am 37 years old. <laughs> there we go. I left school when I was 20. Sorry for not graduating. Uh, but I left school when I was 20. And again, this is my 17th season. I have been an Olympian. I've been a top 10 scorer in this league. I have done this and that. And LeBron James, who is a four-time MVP, who has been a 13, 19-time All-Star, whatever you want to say. And he was a calming presence to me. He was a calming presence to LeBron. That's how valuable he is. Like, that's all you have to say. When a guy like myself, who at year 15 is like, well, I'm just not, well, what, Richard, shut up. This is the way it is. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah. And I'm like, well, if you say if you say so, then OK. So, you know, it, it just lets you know how even guys that have done this for as long as we have that have been successful, that know the game, that know everything. There are still guys that we still look to for direction and leadership and that can give it to us that are players, not necessarily coaches. And just to kind of touch on a player like that, I don't think people realize how important they are, like you guys were saying, to the mold of the team. Oh. They are the locker room guy, the clubhouse guy. And when I'm going to bring it over to, to baseball for a moment, when Mike Trout came into the league, Tory Hunter was that guy for Mike Trout. Yeah. Took him under his wing, kind of told him what to do, talk to the fans, interact yeah. with the fans. He made it fun and really kind of laid the track of what it means to be a professional athlete, but also be a great person and to never take it for granted. And when Trout won Rookie of the Year, I was at his house in Millville, New Jersey with his family about 10 minutes away from sitting down doing an interview with him for winning Rookie of the Year. He gets a phone call that Tory Hunter is no longer on the team. The entire family, entire family started crying. Devastated. Devastated. Yeah. Because that's the person that, like, is not only your mentor, but yeah. your best friend and your family and really showing you the ropes and the way. And it was never really the same yeah. without him in the clubhouse. It, it, that Having that kind of a player is a game changer for a team. Yeah, and it goes cross sports. It, 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 it's baseball. It's football. It's basketball. It doesn't matter what sport there it, it is. There are – you can go down the line. I don't care if it's an individual sport like like – tennis and you go a Roger Federer or a Rafa Nadal or if you go baseball football like any sport you can find a guy that's like who was it who was the first professional that that you kind of got a hold of that might not have been as great as you might have been as great as you but you were like okay that's what it means that's what it means to be a professional every single day so we just want to give a shout out to our guys James Jones and like I said I, I, I've been joking because I'm so close to it I've been calling it the after party <laughs> right because it's like this is the party when you're playing it's the party but everyone knows the after party is good too the after party is a lot of fun and then you have the after after party and then the after 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 <laughs> the late night the, the after after party so uh james is an amazing family man he's got three beautiful kids an amazing wife and and phoenix is a great town to be in and so 
I'm happy for him, but 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 I appreciate you you taking the time to give him a little spot. Totally. Um, Shout out to you, champ. And it kind of segues me back to you, JB. JB. Yeah, yeah. Because. I won a state high school championship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, champ. JB. Yes. Colorado yes. State Champs, 1996. 1996. What was the school? East High School. How many points did you average? Uh, I averaged 23 around. Overrated. <laughs> I was pretty good in high school. <laughs> in high school, what I was pretty good. the championship? No, you're good. Uh, I don't remember the score. We won. Okay. What was your, oh, right answer. What was your go-to move? A left-hand jump hook. Yeah. I'd throw it up in the air and I'd go get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Long time ago. For those of us who are new to the podcast, maybe we have some new audience members. Tell us the relationship and how you guys became friends, JB and Richard. Oh. Who, who's going to tell the story? There's <laughs> two stories. We want to hear, hear JB's first. Yeah, because okay. I'll tell the truth. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. We do JB know that. will tell you what. Now, JB is a coach, so there is a professionalism <laughs> that has to come along with this. <laughs> right? So JB will go very professional. Uh, as a player, I don't really give a shit. So I will tell you the truth. But JB, go ahead. Start. So. <laughs> I got your back. I edit, JB. It's okay. Yeah, trust me. I got you. So. We met. <laughs> How'd I remind you you're following Big Shot Rob? Right. No, no, no. Just so, so y'all know, they're sitting no beside each other and can't keep it together. No, fresh out of college. I went to school at the University of Minnesota. I graduated from there. I broke my leg my senior year. So my agent at the time uh, was a guy named Todd Ely, who we grew up with in Denver. He was my dad's assistant general manager and then went on into the agent business. He ended up being Richard's agent at the time. So I went from, I drove from Minnesota to Phoenix uh, to kind of work out, rehab, you know, and see what was the next step for me. Um, Todd introduced me to Rich. It was the great summer of 2001. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great summer. So, so I know we've talked about Pinky and the Brain, right? right. We've talked about Pinky and the Brain. Look at her. She, like, what Allie, am I again? Allie's, Pinky. You're, no, you're, you're I'm Pinky. the Brain. No, uh, no, no, you're Pinky. I said every group needs a Pinky. So, but... <laughs> It's so, not a compliment, by the way. I was going to say, everybody no. needs. Okay, whatever. But it's not a compliment. Whatever. Nobody it's, wants it, to be it's not disrespectful. It's not a compliment. It's not a compliment. It's just kind of a statement. But I will say <laughs> this. So me and JB back in 01, we were living in Phoenix. I had just uh, signed with an agent. I was getting ready for the draft. He was rehabbing his knee. But you were how old? You were 21. Yeah. Just you were 20. He yeah, was, was 21. He was 21, and I was 20. I turned 21 June 21st, like of that summer. So we were kind of the guys that were, like, huddled outside, like, not being able to get into clubs. Like, I had never been into a club because I was only 20 at Arizona, and even though we went to the national championship, I have never been in. Dirtbags? Dirt, no, no, no. no I, I'd never been in the dirtbags until after I left school. Dirtbags, Maloney's. What's dirtbags? Dirtbags is, like, the bar at Arizona. Oh, okay. It is the It's kind of like the 9 yeah. at SC? Yeah, it is the bar. Yes. Like, that bar okay. will never go away. If yeah. they try and do something with it, guys will step in, buy it, and keep it the same. Like, yeah, that's the chasers awesome. of Toledo. It, it, everybody, the chasers of Toledo. So Shellback. So JB and I, <laughs> JB and I, we get into the first club, right? Where's Toledo? <laughs> We're gonna get to that. <laughs> in a minute. You were like the. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna go on alley four. Perfect. Shady there. So thank you I for asking. Yeah. No idea. Oh. So we get into <laughs> we get into the first club, and the guy that Axis brought us radius. in, Axis Radius in Phoenix. So he brings us in, and he introduces us to all the main people in the clubs. Like, hey, this guy, this person, blah blah blah. These are the guys if you ever want to talk to. And we're like, okay, we got it from here. <laughs> so then for the next like three straight months, I would work out all day long 
And then I would text JB and I'm like, JB, man, what are we doing tonight? And he would hit me with the most all-time line that he still hits me with today. Same thing we do every night, Richard. Try and take over the world. Yes! And I'm like, so, so oh, I'm like, yes! Everybody's high fiving. Everybody, Allie yeah. knows That's the great. line. Finally, Allie knows the line. So that was me and JB's <sighs> go-to line when we were 21 years old. It's like, dude, what do you want to do tonight? Shit, same thing we do every night. Try and take over the world. So Kona Grill, uh, Scottsdale Fashion Square, Axis Radius, maybe Sanctuary. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> and that was our, literally, we did that every single night for months, basically while I was getting ready for my rookie season. Richard also introduced you to um, your wife, correct? Yes, kind of. Yeah. No, no it wasn't kind of. It was direct. Yeah, yeah, it was direct. Yeah, she was the first night we went out in Scottsdale uh, at Access Radius. We walk in and, you know, we're doing our thing. And he was like, hey, I want you to meet. Nikki Jones. Nikki Jones. Nikki Jones. I was yeah. like, who is Nikki Jones? <laughs> so Nikki, Nikki was name. awesome. So Nikki was the stud soccer player at University of Arizona. Stud. Bear down. And bear down. And about five foot two and a half, three on a good day. <laughs> eh. On a good day. She's five one. Five one. Okay. I just try. You know, I'm five three. So five three. Well, so five. Two and a half. Two and a half. On a good day. So me and Luke. Me and on a box. Luke, yeah, yeah, on a box. <laughs> I'm always on a box. <laughs> Go check out Alex. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm Instagram too short. So yeah, media. they put me on a box to do stand-ups and interview plays. <laughs> I think it's amazing. <laughs> Why are I you had putting no her out on blast? That is such I'm a great. That is, Time out. No, I'm so I've glad you interrupted Richie's story for that. T.O. Not in a bad way. I didn't. T.O. is 20 seconds. 20 second timeout. She put it on her Instagram yesterday and I saw it. Okay. Not only that, but she was... Not only like on a box, but she had to deliver some some live or look live hits, whatever. Yeah. Not fall backwards. That's impressive. Yeah, oh, it's a tough. lot. There's a lot tough. going on. So the grind is real. Yeah, so Nikki Jones. So Nikki Jones. She used to see us in the hallway, and she was, you know, she dated that. She was, you know, the most beautiful girl at our, uh, like, in all the athletes, and uh, she dated the quarterback <laughs> of the football team. Oh, and so, she did. But she was like two. Oh. She was like two or three. Right, you gotta she, bring that up. So she dated. You want to tell? <laughs> I was eighteen. Will you let you me finish? You didn't have to a story. Will though. you let me you finish? finish? Will you let me finish? When I asked, okay. When no. I asked for a background today, I'm that's giving exactly what he I'm told giving me. Background. So, so she again. She was the most beautiful athlete. She was also a stud. And me and Luke, like, even though we were she dated Luke. No, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. So even though we were freshmen, right. even though we were you freshmen, off this boat. <laughs> <laughs> even though we were freshmen, we would walk down the hallways of McHale where all the athletes are, and we'd be like, "Hi, Nikki," and she'd be like, "Hi, boy." And we would like giggle in the corner because like Nikki <laughs> Jones said hi to us. So fast forward, for, you know, three years. I'm done. I'm done. I'm ready to get into the draft. And she had moved to Phoenix to get ready. Or she was running like a boutique. She at opened the time. a store. She yeah. opened a store out there. I was doing well. And she was like, "Hey, Richard, blah blah." And I was like, "Okay, well, we're going out tonight." And so she was. A, she was a friend of mine. And so I introduced her to JB, and I'm like, JB. This is Nikki. <laughs> right. And I think I was da- I was dating somebody at the time, and I was like. This is Nikki, right? And he was like, "Oh, Nikki!" And then he was like, "Whoa, hey, Nikki!" <laughs> <laughs> so three kids later, blah blah blah. Two are right? yours. Two are. I'm just oh, kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. Well, post the photo and oh, everyone okay. so, can so make we will their say own this. decision. Wait, wait, hold on. First yeah. of all, no, listen. We're not posting any photos. <laughs> 
Two out of three is not bad. We're not posting any photos. I'm sorry to mean it like that. Wow, genetics are a motherfucker. What way did you mean it? That all three are yours, and I wanted you to take ownership of it. The kid is gorgeous. He looks like he grew up on the North Shore, blonde silver hair. So what? No, no. Genetics are a motherfucker, right? So you have two beautiful daughters, right? Beautiful daughters that look identical to you. They're a beautiful mix of you and your wife. And then, then there's your son, Blade, who. Gorgeous Blade boy. Handsome. Blade Kingston. Oh Blade Kingston. Amazing name. What a name. He just handsome. happens to be blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> like, he's got blue eyes. They're mm. hazel, like his mom's. Yeah, mm. like his mom. And mm-hmm. he's got two parts in the side of his head. <laughs> so everybody knows if you have parts, you're black. We know that. <laughs> now, That's the thing? There's going to be words that he's got to be careful saying because people might not fully understand. No, they can tell by his swag, though. They'll know. <laughs> Does he have swag? Oh, clearly. Oh, he's like, it's Daddy, unbelievable. I'm your guy. No, he says, he says, so he's messing with me one day, right? He's like climbing on me and messing with me. And I'm like, man, you know, get off me. I don't want to be the big toy today. And he was like, Daddy, remember, it's me. I'm your man. <laughs> so hold on. How, how old are your old. daughters? My daughters are six and five. He's and three. He'll be three? four in August. Yeah. He's no going to slay life, isn't he? Wait, he is. Born, he's on third, life. RJ. Born on third, RJ. Born on third. Wait, that, that <laughs> child is only three? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. tall. He's big boy. Yeah. Big boy. Get out. Yeah. 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 Athlete. He was eight they get when the I saw af- the They get the athleticism from so the mother. I. I couldn't believe the blonde feathered hair. It looked fantastic. <laughs> listen, when he came out. <laughs> I think everyone can hear that. See? Okay. So he comes out, right? Like birth? Birth. Okay. I don't know where it is. He's three. Thanks, so yeah. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Did you snore like a pig? <laughs> oh my god! And then everybody's snorting. He was snorting. So like, wait, at birth, he comes like, out. Yeah, right? Adam, he comes out in a lot of different. He's vagina. That's the way. That's the way birth happens. No, he's a C-section baby. Oh, excuse me. Oh, yeah, Richard. So all three of my kids are from C-sections. Okay. Well, my kids came out of her vagina. Yo, did you stay up top? We can't. You stayed up top, or did you check everything? That's science. I stayed up top until I got the call from the doctor. Oh, you had to go back. Did you have to go down? No, no, no. So, doctor. Yeah. I'm sitting the here, Nikki's face. Hey, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. doing a great doctor job. Says, get your camera out. <laughs> I stand up with my camera out. Oh. Hand, oh. yeah, oh, hand, oh. yeah. You yeah, delivered it? No, no, not oh. my hand. Oh, oh. <laughs> but it's like move the, you know, inside. Oh. Yeah. No, I stand up top. Hand goes in. Baby oh my comes gosh. out. You guys mm. have never seen a season? No, 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 no. Google it. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hand goes in. Baby comes out. And so. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> baby comes out. Okay. <laughs> I'm dealing with this. Doctor's like, well, uh, yeah. You want to hold your friend's son? So, <laughs> so the first, so the first, JB, 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 it's such a unique relationship when you have like when oh, no. when Nikki is a really really close friend of mine. And and JB's one of my best friends, and so you can kind of get away with jokes that you don't normally get mm. away with. So we see him, and we're like, he's gorgeous, beautiful little guy, right? And I'm like, but looks nothing like the two daughters, right? And I was, and so I'm giving Nikki jokes, and I'm cracking jokes with JB, and I'm like, JB, that's so cute that you let him call you dad. And and Nikki's like, Richard, stop! It's not funny. <laughs> he was he was so annoying for months, the first few months. Oh my god! No, I wasn't annoyed. You were, yeah. So he comes out. Like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's go back we'll to this back, story. Here, back Richard, so, take the oh, I know, born, I know. Right? Alice snorted again because she saw the picture. So go ahead, gorgeous. JB. Yeah, so he's born. Stunning. The nurse combs his hair over. <laughs> so he's got a part straight hair. At the time, his hair was brown, but it had golden tips. Oh, it was yeah. unbelievable. Like Seacrest. 
So it's oh. part down the side, comb over, golden tips. Bleach yeah. tips. Mm. Bleach tips. Like without ever hitting the sun. The 90s. Just he came out of 90s, like, baby. It's tough as a man. It, it, I mean, that's my man, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's my man. We, the genetics are a motherfucker. We had to grow to this. <laughs> yes. But that's my man. That's your man. That's as he did told you. Did he take you. a paternity that, test? Whoa. No. Alex. Whoa. Is that a wrong thing to say? <laughs> yes, that is. That is a very wrong thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. I t- my son looks like me and I take a paternity test. <laughs> his, his name is Richard Jefferson Jr. <laughs> Little Rich. <laughs> Little Rich the third. And I was like, well, I know he looks like me, but we should probably just be sure. I'm kidding, babe. I didn't right. do that. I was say. Wink. I'm kidding. But yeah. no, that was funny. So that was that was a good that was a good jokes for our group for a couple of months. But yeah, he's you haven't he, stopped. No, he's but three before in August and yeah. you haven't stopped. Yeah, but we know he's your son now because he acts just like your daughters. Yeah, that's true. Yes. And, like I said, he looks like me. He looks like you. <laughs> but he's just a By the way, scared. bottom line is he's going to crush. Like, crush. Born on yeah. awesome. yeah. And then he's going to podcast one day. Oh, he's he's going to oh, torment man, the both It's going to be you. so funny. But yeah. Hello, Road Tripping family. This is Rafael Alcalde. Before we continue with this awesome chat about the Body Glove boat, let me remind you of the great offer that Casper Mattress have for all our great listeners. If you visit casper.com and use the promo code ROAD at checkout, casper.com slash ROAD, you get $50 off the purchase of any mattress. Remember, Casper Mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. We all know how the mattress industry has managed to force consumers into paying notoriously high markups, and that has always been my fear, especially when buying a new mattress. But when I found out that with Casper, you not only get free shipping and free returns if you need to, to the U.S. and Canada, and also that you can actually try it for free for 100 nights, risk-free in your own home. And if you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. I jump on the offer. Give it a try yourself and see if an awesome fur price mattress with supported memory foams that create an award-winning sleep surface with just the right sink and bounce is right for you. Visit casper.com slash road. Remember, you get $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Make sure you use the promo code road at checkout. Now, let's get back to the show. You are the associate head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. How is, how is it to work with Fizdale? Oh, that's my man. Again, I well, we were talking coach about Coach Fizdale, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, he and I have been friends since I was 17 years old. Yeah. So we go way back, the University of San Diego thing. Uh, my dad, you know, coached at the University. He played at University of San Diego and coached at the University of San Diego. He took him from, he was in the process of taking him from Division I remember three at the time to a Division One school. So he's kind of the godfather of University of San Diego basketball. So he had Mike Brown um, as his video coordinator in Denver, Chris Grant, who at one time was the general manager of the Cavs, mm-hmm. uh, as his video as Mike Brown's assistant video coordinator in Denver. So they've got a long line, uh, Hank Egan, all these guys that coached or went to the University of San Diego. Uh, and, you know, they introduced me to Fizz and – you know, we didn't we didn't really we didn't even get into that because we were I was waiting to kind of give you a little bit of shit on the legacy talk. But you are a full blown NBA legacy uh, for, for all of our listeners out there. Bernie Bickerstaff was he was a head coach in in he was a head coach in Seattle, Seattle, Denver, Charlotte, the Wizards, Lakers, the for, Lakers for like a couple of games. 
Geeter. Who, who's the all-time winning coach? JB and I have met because of you and Luke, so I met JB a few years ago. But every time I see JB, including tonight, Pops, how's OG? He yeah. was... He is the winningest coach in Laker history at four percentage. and one. Four and one. Four, four and, and one. one percentage. Of they all fired time. Mike Brown. Bernie was on oh, his staff. Oh, really? Yeah. By the way, they they were struggling right out of the gate. One and three. Bernie comes on. They go four <laughs> and one. Struggling right out of they the gate. They hired Mike D'Antoni. <laughs> so and that, the rest is the rest, history. The rest is history. So but Bernie no, was four and one. Yeah, but you were. Bernie's but you, the man. By yeah, the way. Yeah, Bernie. Bernie, oh, is, Bernie, Bernie is the Bernie man. is the full blown man. No, but it's not even close. But you are. But you are a legacy guy. And and you know again like there's. The Luke Waltons, who dad played basketball. There's the Steph Curry's, the the Seth Curry's guys, Mike Dunleavy, who dad played basketball, also coached in this league. But you are coach to coach, son. Now, that's a unique thing because there's a different type of pressure. When you're the coach's son, obviously, I I knew you could play basketball. We'll talk about the first time I ever saw you play (laughs) a little bit later. No one else knows this story, but we'll talk about that. But did you enjoy the opportunity to be like, I want to be – right next to you and I want to coach and I want to do all that stuff. Yeah, it was, I mean, I wanted to play, obviously, but I wanted to play as long as I could. But my end game was always to be a coach. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew that from a young age. Um, You know, we always used to joke, you know, most kids went to daycare or went to after school. We went to basketball practice. Yeah. You know, so when my dad was in town, you know, the travel was different back then. Mm -hmm. You know, so it wasn't the charter flights and all that stuff. So my dad was gone more than, you know, than we are even. But so when we, he was home, he would take us to practice. Yeah. You know, we spent Christmas days in the gym in the Seattle Coliseum. You got to tell us names, though. Like, tell us who you were rebounding for. Tell us what the, you were I doing. Mean, the, the Dale Ellis, like Dale Ellis, everybody says he was our brother. Yeah. Uh, Xavier McDaniel, Sean Kemp, Dana Barrows, Derek McKee, Nate McMillan. Like, we go we Dale go Ellis back. can shoot it, right? Shoot oh, Dale Ellis can shoot it. He was, <laughs> I, he was the second leading scorer in the league behind Michael Jordan, I believe. Uh, in the mid, you know, 85 to 90, somewhere in that, you know, in that yeah. era. Like, he could shoot it. And those are the guys that, you know, that's who we knew. You know, like, those are the guys, they take us to the mall. We go yeah. to our house and play video games. Yeah. Uh, Sean Kemp came into the league and was, you know, 19 years old. He had a bunch of old dudes on the team. He was hanging out with me and my brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he'd take us to the mall, he'd take us to his house. It was, like, that's the type of relationship we had with guys. Um, you know, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, they would come to town and they'd see me coming in and they'd be like, okay, little Bernie, what do you want now? Little Bernie! I had an so autograph scam going. <laughs> no, you didn't. You wouldn't imagine. That's awesome. So, mini balls were 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'd get you whoever's autograph you wanted. <laughs> you wanted their card, five bucks. Whoever you wanted. Where were you selling this? At school. Yeah. Oh, at Genius. Yeah, at school. There was no Craigslist. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There wasn't no like, it wasn't like the internet. Well, there wasn't. Internet. There, was oh, there was no internet. There, there was no internet. internet. Okay. In the okay. late I, 80s, early 90s, there was no Did you have like gum? a piggy bank? No, I was buying collect? bubble gum and stickers. <laughs> Like six years old, <laughs> what and, a, and, and an autographed what? MJ ball. What would be an worth entrepreneur! Thousands right. of dollars, Seriously, so. hundreds of thousands. Yeah, so. yeah, I mean, you just wanted money to go buy stuff. Like I would get five bucks and go. Uh, my parents would go to work. I'd ride the bike, get Lucky Charms, and a pack of baseball cards, right. and I would steal more, five more from my dad. That's yeah, what you did. Uh, I wasn't stealing. Well, I know, but that's <laughs> what I did. I'm saying you, you, were you out of business. I was wor- sorry, my I was dad wasn't coaching them. Were they yeah, real autographs? Sometimes. Whose were you able to get down pat? What's that? Who's were you able to get we're that? Not gonna talk about okay. that. We're not going to talk Somebody out there right now <laughs> yeah. has a poster in his room. Yeah. yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's, either, it's either yeah. my autograph or my brother's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's impressive. That's genius. With all due respect, the Houston gig, Uh um, obviously that came pretty early too, 11 games in. Mm -hmm. You took over as interim head coach. Um, What happened at the end? Uh, What was your motive? What was your... He's like, no, I would like another no, job at some point no, in time, so I can't tell the, the truth. And this is, I, Everyone I gotta always be has different motives and no, ways. And- no, I, I, I got to be honest. You know, um, They were great to me. Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey was unbelievable. He gave me every opportunity you know, to win, every opportunity to push that team to the limit, reach our expectations. Uh, Les Alexander was the same way. They were, they were great to me. You know, the chances of me getting that job as an interim, as an interim, they were slim. And there were things that went on that led to me having an understanding that, I mean, you know, things were broken, relationships Mm -hmm. were kind of strained. So it was clear to me that the the chances of me getting that job were slim to none anyway. Gotcha. Um, It was, you know, and again, it was, it was time for change for me it was a time for change for them it wasn't going to work you know the same way we had done it before you almost came you almost came out to to la Uh uh-huh and 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 what's kind of crazy is that there it's such a small circle and people understand like luke one of our best friends I'm um, sorry, the red cup's cup dropping flying. on the boat. Sorry, as the sun's going that down over the palm tree. That means you got an empty cup. That means you have an empty cup. cup so, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we, we need to fill it up. Tito's. Uh, but whose cup is empty? You know what's really, really, what's really crazy is that Luke offers you a job. Mm-hmm. Luke Walton offers you a job here with the Lakers. Uh, Fizdale, who I know very well, also offers you a job with Memphis. And I, I, I think that kind of goes to show the individual you are. I, obviously, you've been around this league. Your family's respected. Your dad's respected. You're respected. But the fact that you had the Lakers and Luke Walton, who is, you know, considered a young protege, Fisdale, who did an amazing job. You guys all did an amazing job. When you have two coaches that are like, come work for us, come work for us, come work for us, was that a tough decision to choose Memphis over L.A., even though I knew that they were going to have a much better team? Just because of, you know, the, the, the staff that they have. Yeah, it, it was tough. You know, Fizz and I, again, being so close, mm-hmm. we always had the conversation of whoever gets a head coaching job first mm-hmm. is going to call the other one, yeah. and we're going to work together. So, you know, that was in play. You know, Luke was still playing at the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, we didn't know Luke was going to just roll out of bed next. You know what I mean? <laughs> and see the head coach of the Lakers. Jeez. You know what I mean? Never, we, we didn't. We I never thought guy. about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I that it would happen guy. that quick. I'm not, you know. Um, but, at, you know, at the end of the day, the situation uh, just worked out, you know, where, again, because of Fizz and I's relationship, the opportunity to coach, you know, the team that was put together in yeah. Memphis already, mm-hmm. uh, it just, you know, it felt like the right thing to do. And <laughs> so, <laughs> so we thought we were coming to L.A. Yeah, so that's what I heard. My, yeah, my wife and I talked about it. We thought we were coming. Another I told Arizona her we were grad. going to Memphis. Yeah. She cried. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love Memphis. No, ask, her, ask her about it now. She loves she it. Loves She's it. made more friends in Memphis. Our kids love their school. And it's... it's Cheaper cost of living. Cheaper much, cost of living. Much cheaper. But we've, I mean, we found a home in Memphis, and, and she loves it. JB, on the flip side, you know, from my understanding from Luke, like... He offered you, but then when he heard the opportunity you had in Memphis with the money you were going to get and the title you were going to get, it was like the text was like, oh, you got to do what you got to do, right? Right. I mean, 
Right. Because that's Lukey. He and, understands but that. That's the thing about our group as a whole, though. You know what I mean? Like, I never felt that, you know, Luke would be, you know, he would take it some kind of way and get in his feelings and it'd be offensive. You know, like, if there's an opportunity for any of us to do better, our whole group is like, hey, man, go do better. You know, and it's never personal. You know, we vacation together. We stay at each other's houses. Our kids play together. So it's, you know, that's small potatoes. Who's, you know your, I mean? who's your group? There's a lot. Of, yeah, well, it's me. Well, again, it's a, he's a part of the Arizona group, and then yeah. he has his own group of guys like Fisdale. And I don't, I don't know who your entire group is, but Jesse Mermis, who is an assistant coach with the, uh, he was at Arizona. He went, grew up with me and me and I grew up in Phoenix, or not in Phoenix, excuse me. He grew up in Arizona with me. Went to Arizona. Um, he is now an assistant coach with Luke and the Lakers. Um, and then, so he uh, took your job. No, and then no, he's there. But you're staying with Jesse. You're yeah, staying, staying at Jesse's, at Jesse's house, house, who right is now. who is a Lakers coach. Wait, right now? Yes. Yeah. He, he didn't want to stay at my house. He didn't want to call me. He no, didn't want to call no. Me. Wait, you came out here yes. just for the podcast? No, 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 no. no. He's, no. So listen. So you here's, can lie. Let's, let's I mean, have fun with this story, okay? Please <laughs> lie. I like to have fun. You right, can give lie. Lie. So we're gonna have this conversation. So normally, when I come out to LA, we stay with Rich and his family. Yeah. So I call. No response. Ouch. I send a text message. Hold on. It gets better. Mm. We've known each other since 2001, right? Yeah. 20 years almost. Send a text message. No response. Tech. Mm. Okay. Uh, Feel shocking. You. I'm like, yo, did I, did I do something? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, apparently we got beef, How right? many times did you follow uh, up? So hold on. Another one. Text yeah. message. Boom, boom, uh. boom, boom, boom. No response. <laughs> so we come out here. We stay with Jesse. Jesse, you come over to the house. Yeah, come over no, to no, the no. house. So I'm like, I text message Jesse, matter of fact. I'm like, hey. In, in did, Vegas, you were all in Vegas. Yeah, we were in like Vegas. And I, I text message Jesse. I'm like, hey, did uh, Rich get a new number by chance? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. He there did. it is. RJ New Phone. <laughs> he my, did. That's what it says yeah. in my phone. So RJ New Phone. Gets saved. Gets yeah. new number. That. So then I text him. I'm make like, hey, uh, <laughs> so apparently you got a new number. Sorry, bro. didn't want to tell your boy. So we're out here now, right? 20 years again. Didn't make 20 years. Apparently, I didn't make the cut. <laughs> he's complaining, and he's offended that we decided not to stay with him. Well, I told we everybody. Didn't have your telephone number. I, listen, I gave the number out to, like, 50, whatever people I could. And right. I said, feel free to share my number. I'd had the number for 10 years, and there was just a lot of Barneys, as uh, as Geet would say. And I was just like, I just didn't need all these people having my number, so I needed to close it off. But I, I specifically told everyone that I gave my phone number to, this is not a, I need to hide from people. This is a, give my number out to who, all of so our JB's people. JB's not in the top Thank 50. you. No, he's Thank not. You. He's not in the Just top to probably like 250. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it was more people you were in contact years. with like two weeks before that was it. getting the new number. you go through the That's text, you go through your is. text message chain and you send it. Uh, yeah, thank you, Alex. Hold I appreciate you, Alex. Listen. 20 years. Oh, jeez. Everyone, everyone's got a, everyone's got a story. It's fine. So, so I, I, I want to get Allie's take on this because when you were telling that story about Rich not hitting you back, now I understand the whole RJ uh. new phone thing. But what I've come to understand, and it really hit me the other day, I will text nothing. <clears throat> I will call nothing. And then his wife sitting next to me on my right, my wife's on my left. I'm in the middle. Glorious position to be in. We're at Taco <laughs> Tuesday. And she says to What Jess, is Taco Tuesday? Chess. Does Geeter only talk about the podcast like Richard? <laughs> <laughs> and my wife looked at her and was like, 
Yeah, it's all he's been talking about lately. <laughs> That's all Richard talks about. Yeah. I thought to myself, shit. Yeah. Text him about the podcast. There you go. Yeah. That's how I get. I text about the pot. I texted something today. He called me on set. I'm in the middle of a Sparks. I mean, by the way, I do do Sparks games. Yes, it, you it, do. It's tough on the soul. But he and what did I, I say? Sparks? I was like, Listen. Did yeah, the and NBA? I, and, yeah, and I said, I pre and post. It's tough on the soul? Pre and the post. Yeah, pre and the post. The middle of the day. Yes, tough in the middle of the day. Please. Before you get excited, the first thing I said was like, let's get some Sparks Oh, by the way, I got Candace Parker, who's Get out! Oh, God. Candace Parker does our shows. She is legit. I got Cynthia Get out. Dyke. Are you kidding? Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Can you bring him to Ohio? Dyke, greatest, one of the great women's players of all <laughs> to time. To the wedding? Get to the out. wedding you guys are going to podcast that? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, when I say hard on soul, I meant this morning when I had to get up at 9 to do it. It was hard because I'm on my ninth straight day. That's what I do. You need a so guest? don't misquote need... me like they do with Robert Ori after he came on our podcast in ah, USA fine. Today. So, do you, do you yes, need a guest co-host? I come in this week. This we got week? Another game. I got you. But I'm just saying. So I know how to get to Rich. Like, he called me. Like, he doesn't Immediately. call. But if it's about the podcast, I'm, Immediately. I'm So don't feel too bad, JB, although you were out of the top fifty. Yeah, but JB, no, the but- first thing you asked, first thing I said when I was like, oh, so you're going to be in LA? And he got my new number. And he was, you know, he was salty. He's like, oh, you didn't want to give me your new number? And I was like... Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I try to give it out to as many people, but I, we hadn't texted. We hadn't texted in months. So I go through my whole phone scrolling and just sending it out to as many people as I can. But I'm not going through my contacts. I'm just going through who's in my recent JB, text messages. JB, don't accept that. It should Trust be accepted. Me. I apologize. And I also just let him know. I was like, dude, I'm kind of offended that you and your three badass kids are your two badass kids at Blade. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, want, didn't, didn't want to stay with us. Because you stayed with us last time. Right. That's what we normally yeah, that's what we did, do. Yeah, I was maybe offended. maybe the Mervis family just accepts all of them. Yeah, I know. Jessica. That's JB's. Jessica, we went over there last night. We took the kids over there. It was awesome. Yeah, I've I, got nothing to say to you. <laughs> That's there's we, good people in this world and there's bad people in this there's world. There's good people then there's JB, <laughs> how much did it people? hurt when you realized like there was a RJ new phone? Text Here's chain the out best there. part about it. You know him. Yes. He's not a good person. <laughs> so why would you be offended? Like <laughs> if he was a good person, it would hurt you. Oh, that's hilarious. I, I that's not that's that's not very nice, JB. Huh, that truth hurts. Uh, hey, this is this is another Great segue wait, to we just pause, pause, Alex. Pause, pause, pause. Wait, wait, pause, 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 pause. We pause, are pause. on this boat. Oh, the body glove, the boat. body glove boat. Body glove a boat. A lot because of you. Well, I was. It's so funny you said that because I was literally taking a look to my right at the sunset. And I'm like, mm. can we all just take in the scenery for a moment? We are in the Redondo Beach Harbor, right by the Portofino Hotel. Is that like Hermosa? This Redondo. Redondo. So there's Manhattan, Hermosa, Redondo. The South gotcha. Bay. South Bay. The South Bay. South Bay area. And Best place in the world. Yeah, it Best literally place. is. And the Maestrals are kind of like the legacy of the South Bay. Is the best way to kind of put it. The family. And on this boat with us. Well, yeah, so we are on the family boat right now. Thank you so much. It's so funny. We are both having lunch in Redondo Beach. He spots me at the bar on an off day. And yeah, new new Andre. Yeah, every professional well, yeah. athlete so they knew, no, no, has no. been on this boat, right? Every, Lakers king. Every professional athlete. He's actually. Uh, would you say you taught? Come over here on the mic. Come on. We're gonna come bring on, on Randy. Yeah, come, come on. Come over on the on mic. Bring on Randy. Tell the story because um, you taught Luke Walton's dad how to dive. No. Is that what it is? Uh, my dad taught him how to dive. Dad taught him how to dive. Okay. So you have a connection. You've brought in the Lakers championship team on this boat. There was a, They've the, taken their the, photos. The photo here, which we will post online, which yeah. I think is really, really dope, because I've seen that picture. So the fact that I'm on this boat is so nostalgic for me. It's a calendar shoot, correct? <laughs> no, it was a, it was a, uh, 
a poster. I, 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 we still have it at at Potigo International, and uh, um, you guys showed Kurt on the Rambis show. Was holding a cabbage patch doll <laughs> <laughs> with a yep. wetsuit on it. Yeah, and magic, and everybody was on the boat. It was cool. It's incredible. So for people who are, yeah, for people who are not familiar, Body Glove was kind of the pioneer in creating the wetsuit, a body glove. They kind of started the whole diving era, scuba diving, teaching people how to, yeah, dive and surf was the the first store. My dad and my uncle, uh, they they invented the modern day wetsuit. Yeah. And we got into uh, knee braces, back braces, ice pack wraps and things like that. That's how we got into the professional athletes. Ah. And we got with Gary Vitti, Pete Vitti. Demers, Pete Demers with the Kings. I, inter- I met all kinds of uh, trainers throughout the leagues, mm-hmm. and uh, we became friends with a lot of the guys. So this oh. is a very athlete-friendly boat. Oh man! A lot this... of people have been on this boat, and thank you so much for allowing us to do the podcast yeah, here. I awesome. mean, it is stunning. I wish everyone could see this view. Allie, being from... Ohio, please explain the scenery for she, someone who's not from here. We lost, saw a seal. She lost her shit when she saw of, the seal. Oh, we got a little bit of Venice <laughs> coming through right now. I mean, on? it could not get any better yes. than this. What about this? This is the seal. best time of year. What about the there, seal? That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. We had a did you seal. The seal? Okay, I did. Sorry, I missed it. Well, they're they're the nightmares of the uh, harbor. They're just sleeping on the dock, like yeah. yeah you got oh blows. no, JB, they just heard you. They're awake. The seals? Oh, they're still here. Just woke up. Oh, I didn't know they're still here. I can't see. You're on the back of the boat. Yeah. (laughs) Are any of you guys getting um, seasick? Oh, you're feeling it. Oh, you're feeling the rock in. Are you? It's called vertigo. Right? Is that what it's called? Vertigo? When you get a little bit of, yeah. I'm 50-50 every time I get on a boat, whether I get seasick or not. It's like the slight rocking back and forth. That's what I'm saying. I really, honestly, only feel comfortable on boats. So (laughs) this is right in my wheelhouse. And this boat is where I like to start. Anything from here bigger, I'm, I'm in a great spot. Put me on there. I could live on there. I could live on a houseboat. Where are the houseboats? How boats? many boats are there in Toledo? <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. We Where have a is river. Toledo? In relation. You have a river. So is there you know, houseboats on the river? I texted the Allie mommy. on the side today. Yeah. And said, Whoa. How's, side yeah, piece. Yeah. It got, it got weird. No, I said, How, how's the drive? Because she was trying to make it here. Yeah. We fucking, need a. Fucking LA traffic. No, no. She <laughs> and I told her, this is why we don't leave the, the South Bay. You don't yeah. leave the now bubble. you get what. The yeah. bubble means like yeah. you just don't want to go. You don't want to battle, it, right? Now I you don't want to battle. Yeah, now you go. So she yeah. did this. So she was like, she was like, well, um, I have to be back there, and she was like, but I should be able to. I should be able to get there, get back within an hour. And I, and so I was like, <laughs> no. yes. And I was like, give yourself an hour. At what I time? Like, I was. It was I had like, a meeting today at one o'clock down in Beverly Hills. Yeah. And Richard was like, Century City. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. But that meeting went. So I go, but my point is, is I asked Richard, I said, if I have a meeting at one, what time do I have to leave? He was like 12 o'clock. And I was like, but my Uber says 27 minutes away. (laughs) No, I don't believe that. And so I left at 1220 and I was a little. Give yourself an hour, but when you left home, like anything between four and seven. Just yeah. throw it out the window. Yeah. Oh, two hours. Motorcycles like, just driving between cars out there. Yeah, I know. And by the way, they're mad at Welcome. you if you yeah. don't see them coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I've had a guy, like, 
flip me off. He's driving by, and I'm I'm just like trying to get out of the car. I've never had road rage in my life, me. and I wasn't even driving. Look how beautiful this is gondola. right now. That's ah! awesome. So there's a little gondola driving by. Uh, that is actually really floating dope. by, I should say. And a nice sweet uh, couple on there with roses. No, but can you tell people? Can can you tell people why you were late? Go, Go Cavs! Go Cavs! Shout out to the fans! Oh, he knows. Yeah, he knows. I, I, if you don't know, yeah, now they didn't you know. say go Grizzlies. Like sorry, Jeff. All right, sorry, sorry. You know what? We've got it's a tight. Don't hear very. You don't hear very often. Our fans. But, but, but can we? Can yeah. we? Can we talk He's about man, by the way. one thing really quickly? And I think the entire group will really like this. Part of the reason why Allie was, you know, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes late uh, getting on is because she got <laughs> wrapped in the OJ. The OJ. She did not. She did. She's like, I'm watching Richard, this. Richard no. Called me and I was like. Richard, I just got wrapped up in O.J. Simpson in the case, and I, I wanted to hear what happened. And he was like, "You actually, you blamed like, it on L.A. traffic, like you were rushing from a meeting. I didn't know this." No, on the way back, I did. On the way back, on the way there, oh yeah, like, there. but I should be fine. I should I be fine. Caught. And I was like, "No, you, you did, need to oh, go." So you were there you right when it up. went down. O.J. getting free. Yeah. yeah. What were your that. thoughts when you when you when you saw that? When I saw just the spectacle of it all, just. On on well, she was two when it first oh, yeah, happened. Yeah, because like Dude, why I, do you guys say that, dog? I'm gonna be <laughs> graduate college that day. We're did close you really, to the did same you age. Really graduate college that day? My graduation. How my college old are you? Okay. Oh, yeah, my parents. That's what I was gonna ask. But I'm, that wasn't wow. that day, though. Was it that day? No, the day OJ was in the in the white Bronco. Yes. Was my party in Oceanside, no. California? Oh, really? house. Awesome. So he was driving to wow. you. Same year I won the car on the Price Is Right. No, he was driving to you. The Price Is Right. We posted that. Oh, he was driving. He was driving to right? you guys. You, you haven't seen the, price, the Gator? I, I sent you the link to the Price is Right. He does guys, the work. You must on, have sent it way, to your other friend. She was on, vac- you were on vacation that week, and you shouldn't be looking uh, at it. Oh, uh, okay. So everybody Wait, that doesn't know. I must have not made the top 50. You didn't, you didn't make the new text. But I think I might have sent it to your old phone. So Gator was on the Price is Right. <laughs> it's incredible. He was awesome. He won a car with all of his boys. Yeah. So that's good. A Mercury Grand Marquis, and I won a Murray Feist three-piece lamp set. 1994, I was wearing shorts. I believe we went over this in the yes, first we went over this. podcast. But, yeah, it, it, it's on YouTube. Can we talk about OJ well, is out, there. though? OJ, OJ is not out. Can we, talk about, on, can we also parole? talk about yeah. the process to which he had to find out? So you obviously have to get four votes, correct? Uh-huh. You have to get four votes. And as he was waiting, they did a two-box. For mm-hmm. those of you who understand media, they did a two-box. I don't know a two-box. Two they had They're OJ. showing him. Yeah, they're yeah. showing OJ. And then they're showing the panel. The panel of... Yeah, and he has to get all four. Each of them express for like 90 seconds, which is like the most longest 90 seconds of his life. Yeah. Why they are about to say, yes, I grant you or no, I don't. And he was... Obnoxious. Oh, just like waiting. He was like... Well, he had no business being in that for nine years Can he not talk while this is going on? He had no business. No. Yeah, now, he's just now, sitting there. And so he's waiting, and obviously he got four out of four. But this is what I'm going to say. OJ's probably going to go to hell. I don't know if you believe in it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Storyline. <laughs> he's going to go to hell. All right, so. Bottom so, line so, of four. No, no, because, yeah. no, okay, so I'm a, okay, Tupac, who I love. Tupac said this, only God can judge me, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I, 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 I'm a firm believer in that. OJ's probably going to hell. Yeah. We well, don't know what he did. We're going to probably say he's guilty. Kind of do. Kind of know what he did. We know what he did. We know what he did. Yeah. But that being said, what they got him for and the nine years that he spent in jail 
if you if he was Michael Smith and that was a first time offense, he two never years. he would two he years. Did. He would never spend yeah. nine yeah. years in jail. Yeah. yeah. But the fact that the system again, the system failed. The system failed when they got him when he was innocent in that first it case. It was the time. It if was you watched time. all the like it, the documentaries, it, it was the time it was, and place, it was, the LA riots, the LAPD was on trial. The LAPD was on trial and the LAPD, and this is from an individual. I was born here in LA. I grew up in South Central. My I I was born here in LA. An individual? I was, I was, I don't, no, I'm sorry. I, you can put I, a J can I, in there. Finish your story. There wasn't, there wasn't a J. You said individual. 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 Ahead, fin- I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to My enunciate. Story. Right. I have to enunciate with JB here. Right. I'm, but I'm just saying, I, I, I was, I grew up, I grew up here in LA. <laughs> Did you graduate? So I understand the stories. My 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 dad my dad was arrested after the L.A. riots for uh, <laughs> for rioting. See now he's got me stuttering and stammering. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Stuttering and stammering. We have finally found RJ. our favorite guest. It's game yes. seven, and this team really needs you. We're counting on you. Okay, deliver. So what I'm trying don't high five her, Geet. What I'm trying to say is that the LAPD was not the best police department. So OJ gets off. Right. Not because he was innocent, but because when they started showing the practices that the LAPD had, they were not what they should have been. Well, Johnny Cochran was pretty good. Yeah. And Johnny Cochran was amazing. (laughs) And the LAPD was they were idiots. But all of a sudden, then he goes to jail for nine years on something that he probably should have done two on. So it's like from that standpoint, OJ's going to rot in hell. Like we're we're fine with that. I, I'm a we firm went believer from in that. Going to hell to rot in hell. <laughs> rot, rot, go, whatever. That's not a place you want to be. It's not a place you want to be. Yeah. However you want to look. But it was just like when people were like, "Well, OJ should never get out," and I was like, "He probably should get out. Yeah. He probably should get out from for that, this crime. For for this crime, he should got. He should have been in jail for the rest of his life, and probably should have got executed for what for he did. For getting away with for murder. murder. I am a firm believer in that. But for this crime, because I'm a believer in the system. And once you start to set a precedence for a system, right? So the next individual that did this, they can always use this case as like, well, this person should go to jail for 10 years because of look at what this individual did. So I am a firm believer in that and in that OJ should be out now, but should have been in jail for the rest of his life for what he did prior to this. And I'm we've all heard Jay-Z's album, right? Yes. 444. Oh, yeah. I'm not and black. I'm not black. I'm, like, I'm, I'm OJ. OJ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Right. It's like, the best line. It's the best line in the whole album. Because it's just like, it's the truth. It's like you want to separate yourself from a culture. You want to separate separate yourself from a people. So all of a sudden, you're on trial and you're like, okay, no, you're black. You're not OJ. And, and that, that was, it was kind of funny that that comes out at the same time, like, you know, a month later, OJ is now released, which is, you know, that's why Jay-Z is who he is. But right. yeah, no, it was crazy that you got caught up watching the OJ trial when you had no idea when, when that all went on. And even though that was your childhood, that all was my childhood. All I remember childhood. was the white Bronco. I don't even remember that. Uh, I was born in 88. I, like, I wasn't even allowed to, I wasn't allowed, I wasn't allowed to watch TV growing up. They let us watch it in school. Everybody was we watching. We watched it. a verdict in school. Get out! Yeah. I, I have a Bronco. I was a. Uh, you do. Yes. A badass Bronco <laughs> in high school. Is that why? You no. Were, wait, what? I think right. I was a junior in high school, and they let us watch it in school. Did you watch the trial? Eighty-eight. No, we verdict, watched the, the verdict, verdict, and yeah. it was it was Split. a segregated. Yo, you class of nine eighty-nine? No, what? Damn! How old are you? Ah. Calm down. I thought you were talking about. Well, it's not eighty-nine. Yeah. Oh, How old are you? Uh, forty-five. Forty-five mm. ish. 
Just say ish. Woo! Just say ish. 45. Yeah, just oldest of the group. I would have guessed you were like 39. That's my girl. Boom! No, but it, but it's I so funny. So I Midwestern ha- people are very nice. They are very nice. <laughs> that was complimentary. Don't forget it. But I have a Bronco. And so whenever I tell I people, know. I was like, oh, I have an old school Bronco. And they, the first thing that they say is, you have an OJ Bronco? And I was like, no. I have a 1970 classic Bronco. And, only, and part nice. of the reason why Ford stopped making the Bronco was because of the negative connotation that was associated with, with him and Al Collins. And they're about to come out with the new Bronco because it's kind of like it's like the 20th anniversary of them kind of stopping it uh, because they stopped it in 96 or 97 was the last year that they made Broncos because they just had such a negative connotation to it. But, yeah, no. So I have a 1970 Bronco, which is completely different than what OJ was cruising down the 405 on. Did they let you watch it in school because it was like an educational? Uh, It was one of the first trials that they put on TV. Uh-huh. Like, they let the media in to watch it. So it was education, but when they had... What? <laughs> I don't know. It, it was it the first... But it was, court, it, was court, it was court TV. <laughs> just, but it was, yeah, it was I mean, court no. TV, but it was, like, one of the first trials that they actually put on TV. JB hits it on the head. I mean, listen, it was... My graduation party was literally that day. I was in Oceanside with my family, a bunch of us drinking, having a great time. We go down to the beach, we go swim, we come back. It's on TV. AC and OJ are going down the freeway. I mean, we had no idea what was going on. That rest of the time, it was the first reality TV any of us had ever seen. Yeah. And people were addicted to it. When that OJ trial ended, people did not know what to do. I'm, I'm not kidding. There wasn't just social media back then. Father. There wasn't YouTube back then. Internet. People were, what, this is amazing. We watched the entire I was 22 years old. We watch, the entire trial you watch every day. He well, literally created reality TV, 24-7 news, live car chases. Yeah. Like everything showing that. you can go back to O.J. Simpson. Yeah. And so it I wanna, changed the world. It, it changed the world. And, and just for people that don't fully understand how O.J. impacted the world, if you don't have O.J. Simpson, you don't have the Kardashians. Let's put that in perspective. Because yeah, because because yeah, their, their dad was, was on one trial. Of, was one of the was one of the OJ lawyers. He was a friend of OJ. No, one of his best friends. One of his best friends, and and um, you know um, his wife obviously um, was you know just a huge impact in that whole kind of circle. So you fast forward, and the only reason why people knew who Kim Kardashian was is like, oh, your dad was one of the OJ lawyers because he was one of the most famous people in America. That's how he was able. That's how they were able. And I'm not saying that they haven't turned it into something different, but that was their step in. That was the door open. It's like that was the name. Oh, the Kardashian. Okay, you were a part of the OJ trial. That was this. And so without OJ, you don't have the biggest reality stars in the world right now, the Kardashians. And so it, it just is kind of crazy. Also Paris Hilton. She cleaned out Paris Hilton's closet. And Paris used to take her on the red carpet. So yes. that's her other kind of like. True. And I don't want to discredit Paris. Hollywood. But, but part of the reason why, and we all know L.A. because we a lot of us spend time here, is that why are you next to me? Okay, well, what there's is your. There's a reason. Well, there's a reason. Okay, Always. because, well, who is that? Oh, that, that that's Kim. Her dad was one of the o- OJ mm-hmm. lawyers and she works for me. So, again, it's still an end. Oh, it is still, for sure. You get your spinoff reality show. Mm-hmm. Because you have your 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 mom is married to Bruce Jenner, who was one of the most amazing athletes like America has ever seen. No longer Bruce Jenner. I, no, was married. Mm-hmm. Was married. Mm-hmm. Now now Caitlyn. I'm not not, dis, not disrespecting, but yeah, was married to Bruce Jenner, one of the best athletes that that the U.S. has produced. And so then you combine the 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 OJ kind of situation, 
And you're like, okay, well, we can give them a reality show. Shout out to Ryan Seacrest for producing that. And, and so I base my career on being Ryan Seacrest. Well, yeah, Everyone Ryan wants Seacrest, to be Ryan Seacrest status. Yeah, so do I. So Kim doesn't marry Kanye. And Kim doesn't, doesn't marry Kanye no. if, if OJ, you know, doesn't do stupid shit, you know? Original story. A reality TV. Think yeah, about it that. started. Yeah. It's That's so, when it started. So many people don't. If you really wanted to do a diagram of all the things that have happened from that moment that day and how it's affected American culture, you know, Northwest is a product of that. Saint is Saint West is a product of that. And these things don't happen. And you know, if, if these moments in time don't also happen, and so it, it, it's kind of crazy. And he's out. And who knows? I have a sneaking suspicion he's not going to just go play golf and disappear. I have a feeling that now no he will be in the middle of American pop culture again because that's who he is. OJ? And so, yes, OJ is not he going to. He just anywhere. wants to be reunited with his family and friends. That you is believe a, that? That is a fucking lie. I'm just reading what you he said. That, that is a lie. He also no said he was going to go find the real killers. <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. That is. Did not you funny. watch what he did? Like right when he like got off. That is of not funny. His murder no, trial. Through no, a huge party at his house. That that's I mean, the search. Yeah, like, he, he he worked hard at that. He worked really hard at that, like playing golf in Brentwood. But, Richard, what was your first impression of JB playing basketball? Oh, we're gonna bring this story up. Well, let's go. Yeah, let's, okay, time. well we're gonna go back to my guy JB. This is what I'm going to say. Uh, a couple uh, of things. Uh, wait, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm kind of bothered that we go from LJ to me. I think yeah. it's perfect. LJ. OJ. What's his name? What did you I say? I think you, you were. You were <laughs> I think you said LJ. I think you said LJ. I heard LJ. Here's the best part about it. You can run it Larry back. Larry Johnson? said OJ. We okay. can run it back, and you said LJ. Okay, but this, let's say this. Let's say it. So <laughs> Larry Johnson's on the podcast. Happen. I'll tell you this. So JB always talks about how great he was. And I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Calm Was. I don't talk about myself. Everybody has a scrapbook. You talk Okay, whatever. You Listen, talk about yourself. So back in the day, I used to live in San Diego. I used to live in San Diego. So me, Luke, Brian Cook, uh, Kareem Rush, we were all really, really good friends. JB used to Where'd come out. Where'd you guys out. live? We lived San in, Diego State. Woo! No, no, we used to live in. Do you? You're you're an Aztec. I'm an Aztec. I did not know that. I did not know Soccer that. Soccer player. Did not know that. So Probably I lived, never went I lived to the in ranch. North County. I lived in North County. I lived Carlsbad? in. Carlsbad? Uh, no, no, no. It was Rancho, Rancho Santa, Fe. Santa Fe, uh, uh, Del Mar area. Loved it. So I remember we used to go to the LA Fitness over there, and JB would be like, oh, hey, I'm going to work you guys out because he always wanted to be a coach. So one day we get there, and the gym is filled, right? Too many guys playing. So we were like, well, well fuck it. We can play, right? So we decide that we're going to play, and JB is dunking. Like, out there dunking. Me, Kareem, we're all out. Because we needed to win. Because the only way to stay on the court is if you win. But we were planning on just going there and shooting and having JB put us through drills. So we, we decided, okay, well, there's five of us here. Let's just go get our game and let's just go wait in line. And then we can, that way we can still get a run in because we were basically just looking to get a workout in. So JB's out there dunking, dunking. We're doing this all of a sudden. JB could not walk the next <laughs> week after that. And for me, it was like, at that point in time, for me, it validated, okay, JB, you used to be able to play, but I never saw. But the first time I ever saw JB play, do you remember that, JB? Yeah, of course I do. So I went on a visit to Arizona, and I was still only, I was still only a, I think I was a junior or maybe a sophomore. And so I went and watched Mike Bibby, Mike Dickerson, Miles Simon, and I went all of, and watched all of those guys, guys play at Arizona. And they happened to be playing against Oregon State. Oregon State, who had a number one recruiting class, it was him, Corey Benjamin, like a couple other guys, uh, white boy, I don't remember Carson his name. Cunningham. He was really, really good. Yeah, they had a really good team. And so 
Arizona, that was the year Arizona won the national championship, but Arizona was like up and down. Like they barely they made the tournament. The, yeah, they, yeah they, they were fifth in the Pac-10. What were they, an eight seed, Yeah, six they were, seed? No, they, they were fifth in the Pac-10. Fifth in the Pac-10. They ended up being a four seed, but they were up and down. Like they would have they highs high. and lows. Yeah. But when I went and watched them, they had a high. They had, they, they had a high. And so I watched them play, and they beat Oregon State by 50. 51. By 51 points at, at in Tucson. And I'm sitting here. And I didn't even I didn't know JB at the time. We we ended up becoming friends probably four years later. Yeah. Four years later. And he was like, Yeah, I played on Oregon State and blah blah blah. And I was like, wait, I, I swear I watched Oregon State play. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, that was me. I was there. I was like, Y'all got blown out by fifty. And he was just like, Yeah, it's not one of my proudest moments. And you transferred. You transferred to Minnesota and became a gopher. <laughs> I stayed one more year <laughs> just to see if we could figure it out. Yeah. And then I, no, but that was that team was good. The Arizona team was loaded really with good. firepower. Mike Bibby, Miles Simon, Michael Dickerson, Jason Terry came off the bench. Yes. That seems legit. AJ Bramlett, um Bennett, Bennett Davidson. Davidson. Yeah. Like, they were a good team. Yeah. Yeah. You guys were young. We, yeah, we and they yeah. under they underachieved and one of those nights. Yeah, the, yeah, it was, it was. But it would just happen to be the first time I ever saw one of my closest friends play basketball. Not that we knew each other. So I've for some random reason I've always held it against them that they lost to Arizona by fifty. It was hundred and one to fifty. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, I I will never forget that. It was the worst. And then what happened the next? What happened the next year? So wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Tell the story. No, no. Tell the story. No, so. We're at our place in Corvallis. Arizona's ranked number one in the country. We're up by one with about four and a half, five seconds to go. We inbound the ball. They foul our center. I don't want to say his name because was it was it our boy? Listening. No, no, no. Yeah, but no. Nick Green was there. Nick was there, but it, he didn't get fouled. I miss Nick. I haven't seen Nick in a while. Nick Green is a is a. Nick's Arizona. getting married in Palm Springs Nick, Nick in is, September. Nick, I haven't got the invite. Crash Nick, the wedding. Nick, Nick <laughs> Richard didn't make the top. They made the top. Nick, Nick was an Arizona guy that he, he, he played. Him and Mike Bibby lived together. They lived together in they, high school. Yeah, they were amazing. And then he went to Oregon State. Went with JB. Right. So we're up by one, about four and a half seconds ago. I inbound the ball. Inbound to our center. He's about a 75% free throw shooter. And you're about to beat the, We're number, about one to beat the number, number one, one team in the country. Fans are lined Fans up. Are, they've got the ropes down. It was like Miami and San Antonio, yeah. but not really because we're in Corvallis. <laughs> so they, our fans are getting ready to rush the floor. It's, we're going crazy, and my heart's beating fast. I'm feeling it. So he goes to the free throw line. Clunk, clunk, clunk. No. Eh, it's okay. It's, it's all good. Don't worry about it. He goes back. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Clunk, clunk, clunk. Boom. Rebound. Tip. Miles gets the ball. Miles is bringing the ball to the floor. I'm the furthest man back. I'm like, Miles is here. Mike Bibby is over here in the wing. So I'm trying to play the game. (laughs) It's Uh, a bad spot to be in. (laughs) How much time, JB? Now it's three seconds, right? So I'm, I'm, uh, they tell you, play the game. Like, jab at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- Call I'm that fake and retreat. Hey, fake I'm retreat. doing all the textbook things they taught me as a young kid. I'm jabbing, I'm retreating, I'm jabbing. Miles Simon, <laughs> bloop, floater. It went about 28 feet in the air. <laughs> That's a mean floater. I'm sitting there looking at it go. Drop. No rim, no net, no nothing. 
I turn and look at the referee, and he gives me the Michael Jordan. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to call a timeout the whole week. Could call. He looks at me. Nah. No. It, no, no, no. It wasn't even that sweet. It was, yeah. uh, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Game, Game was is over. over. Yeah. We lost by one. Those are, yeah. those are, those free throws? Yeah. I'm not going to say his name. Say his name. I'm not going to. Everyone is already calling it. I'm not, why would I do that? But I'm just saying, we, can, we a, can attach the highlight to it. You are a teammate. I'm I a good appreciate person. you. You are. Golden Hoops also is gonna, a coach Golden now. Hoops is going to crush this down. story, by the way. Golden Hoops will find that person. They can find it, person. but I'm That's a good fine, person. That's fine, but you it's never did. It's not a good did. person if we're telling a sports story. JB. It's a sports story. JB, whenever we bring on, like, friends of Richard... Friends of Richard. Right. <laughs> I like the number 250. Right. Like, he didn't friends. make the top 50. New phone number. We always like to hear stories about Richard. Because Richard <laughs> doesn't really like to tell stories about himself. Amazing. Yeah. Making point, Alan. <laughs> Understand yeah. that this is my show. You got a story <laughs> about I can always have a rebuttal even when you're yeah, not here. Yeah, but Allie, Allie edits it. Right. So. I don't know. <laughs> Fact. I yeah. just met Richard. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah, it's... You've got a story. He's a nice person. I I will say this. (laughs) Good things and stuff. He's a liar. I will say this. No one from the year 2001 through to 2002 ever enjoyed more Jägermeister and Red Bulls than me and Jay. Everyone has a Jäger story. You have to have one about Richard. No, so okay. Okay. Well, for this, go ahead. I don't mind. I don't. No, I know. No, no, no. It's it's not a shame in my life. That's not a problem. It's it's what we did. Right, yeah, so right. at 21 years old, let's throw this back. I'm a grown up now. I don't do this anymore. <laughs> at 21 years it's old, half our life back. Yeah, <laughs> we walk into the spot, axis radius. Sorry, seals, we got a ste- the uh, seal, seal stealing. The seals fish. Are, are just stealing fish. They're amazing. I love the seals over here. There are no. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there's That's another awesome. one. Yeah. I love. No, there's two, and then there's our new one. spot. Yeah, he's are they friendly? Do they? Why don't we have seals in Ohio? Because nothing's in Ohio. Um, Other you than play Austin for a championship team. team in Ohio. That's Bring me seals. Um, okay, sorry, JB, back to you. No, we don't have to apologize. It's seal week or it's shark, shark week. week. Shark, <laughs> week. <laughs> shark week. It's a bad week to be a seal. Yeah. Um, no, so so it was. I moved to Phoenix, and we go to Access Radius, and our go-to was whoever was with us, whatever the group number was. It was each person had to buy. Yeg and Red Bull Yeg. for the group. So if we went four people, four people had to buy it. So it was sixteen shots of Yeg. And oh, Red my Bull. Yeah. Mm. oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's what it was. It's a lot. That's what it was. It was those days are over. There Do you remember there, those days? Listen, there was a lot of dark nights. I remember Ish. nights. I don't remember nights. Yes. <laughs> we should do a podcast, RJ, just called Dark Nights. I, I'm, I'm and everyone take a bunch nights. of Jaeger. I'm okay with and that. And hashtag it Dark Nights. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> had Dark I think the audience understands. What everyone yeah, has dark Everyone nights. has. Like, people have the tequila nights. People have the whiskey nights. Like, I'm a whiskey drinker. Like, I don't even touch vodka at this point in time. I can't life. touch tequila. Sapphire You just whiskey. drink yeah. Tito's. No, I did drink Tito's. I've been drinking the rosé the whole time. Yep. Rosé all day. Cate des Rosé, Gerard Betro. So I heard one of these podcasts. Oh, you did? That's more than Channing listened to. It's it's more than Channing. No, no, no. Shout out. Channing was actually (laughs) talking about this. What did Channing say? This was the truth of Richard Jefferson. Oh. So again, I come to Phoenix, Scottsdale. I don't know anybody, right? So we go hang out. It's just the two of us. We get into the club. 
And he's like, hey, I'll be right back. <laughs> gone. Irish gone. exit. He gone. Irish exit. He gone. I'll be right back. So, you know, music going. I'm, you know, I'm doing my little thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> Literally, I know no one. I have nowhere to go. Yeah. I'll be right back. He meant you you'll be back on Tuesday. We call that, I was we staying call at the Embassy Suites <laughs> in North smoke Scottsdale. Bomb. The smoke bomb? And yeah. he's gone. Oh, yeah, I'm out. Can I say I'll one thing? Right I know back. we got to wrap this up soon. Yeah. The amazing thing about, you know, when you look on Instagram and Twitter, everyone loves Channing, right? And they're like, call in, have Channing. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if they only knew our text chain, we're Big Shot Bob, great episode. And Channing's like, yo, I listened to the first six minutes. <laughs> Good stuff. I think it was an hour and 20 minutes long. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. He said he didn't want to jinx the good he ratings. Wanted, yeah. So yeah. He didn't just so you guys know, like, of course everyone wants Channing. We, we love, not, we not love Channing. Not. We miss Channing. Allie was out here doing some stuff. We call it Big Fox. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> funny hearing it. So there's, you know, I well, don't want to say Little Spock, but there's Local Fox. Little what? Uh, regional. 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 Excuse me. Local or Regional Fox. Allie was out here doing some meetings with uh, Big Fox. And so Allie decided to um, make a little bit of time in her schedule. Because she cares. Uh, because yeah. she cares. Uh, and because she has made this podcast what it is today. And so she uh, came out here and decided to, to record a podcast. And we'll be, we'll be recording a few more podcasts before she goes back to Van Worth, Ohio. Where's that? Do not disrespect my hometown. I just like said that. going back to Van Worth, Ohio. Everybody Channing, loves Van Worth. Channing, it's not Van Worth. What no. is it? First of all, have you ever learned not to take Richard's lead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how funny the joke's gonna be. <laughs> That's not my hometown. It's called Van Wert, Ohio. Oh, there's a Actually, uh, it was named after Isaac Van Wart, but they misspelled it. Huh. Yeah, it sounds, about, sounds like Ohio. Love that too. Probably had a little too much yeah. to drink. Yeah. Thank God, well, like us. Um, I got a lot of bicker staffs in Ohio, by the way. Really? My dad went to Rio Grande Junior College in Ohio. Rio Grande? Rio Grande. No, it's, it's Rio. Rio. Go there. <laughs> go there. It's Rio Grande. Yeah, uh, it's Rio Grande. Think it's go Rio. There. Go there. Ask how it's spelled. Go. Okay. And we love Bernie with the Cavs. Yes, right. we love Bernie. Bernie is still like working. Bernie. Bernie's yeah. the man. Bernie walks around like, eh, who gives a shit? By the way, Channing has a lot of money. He's just not flying. He here. has a lot of money. He just okay. does not care. No, but Channing, we love you. We miss you. Uh, all the fans miss you. We look forward to getting you back. I know somebody said, I'm not going to watch until Channing's back. And I was like, well, I'll see you in September. Love you know? that. Love <laughs> that. Before we call it a night, though, because the sun has officially set. Yeah. 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 And yeah. it is 820. Yes. 820. 820. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my so God. Cal it's past time. my bedtime. So Cal time, 820. It is yeah. so yeah. past my bedtime. Yeah. Uh, I was Woo. asleep last night at 830 this time. Uh, with that said, though, Alex, you're wearing a You're Killing Me Small shirt. Yep. I noticed. Yep. And Tell that me. is because Richard oh, is about to throw out the first pitch at Angel Stadium. If you're a Sandlot fan, you know you're killing me smalls. Yeah. And I just had to... <clears throat> project this to Richard because today he told us in our amazing group text chain that he's a little nervous. Very nervous. To throw out the first pitch at Angel Stadium. Channing told him that, don't worry, buddy, I threw out a first pitch in AAA. In AAA. Which, is, <laughs> which doesn't count, by the way. Which is oh, not hey. in front of, of course, which Channing is, which is not in front of 50,000 yeah, people. Yeah, we've all done that, Channing. Yeah, thanks, of Channing. course, Channing. Yeah, yeah, I played catch with my son before, that's too. That's maybe 5,000 people. <laughs> I'm going to say that's maybe 5,000 people You, you play catch with your son, you're taking a little rich. No, but that's what I said. I was like, Alex, I have a request. I said, yeah. I have a demand. And she yeah. was like, what? And I was like, and I was like, no, uh, Little Rich uh, has to be there with me. That's the only thing. So I'm going to bring Aww. Little Rich, and he has to throw out the ball. So don't, it's going to be awesome. But Don't yeah, be no. like Swaggy P. Don't be like 50 Cent. 
No, it's pressure Don't because I'm such no. a competitor. I'm, I'm such a competitor. I'm more like Mariah Carey. You kiss my ass. <laughs> I want I want to do well. So you've thrown out the first pitch. Yeah. Look at that. Apparently, Great I have a wing. baseball card. Yes. A oh, baseball card? Oh, yeah. No, I have... had no idea. Oh, she, I had a friend. Uh, she says apparently no, 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 as she's no. handing them all out. No, no, no. <laughs> what I'm going to tell you, my first pitch... Freaking horrible! Really? Don't. don't th- th- no, that's no, not no. What I, hear. I was a softball player. I I practiced. I did a feature on it. I asked all the pitchers, give me some advice. I threw off the mound in the bullpen. I threw perfect strikes every time. I walk out to oh, the mound. Pressure. You panicked. Yeah. No. You, Tim panicked. Salmon told me. Tim Salmon goes. Tim Salmon. We went to the same junior high. He's from Phoenix. Oh, nobody okay. cares. About Tim oh, Salmon. he's going to be Is on Tim when Salmon's he comes. There? Yes. yes. No, he's on our broadcast. Oh, yes. he's the best. He's Salmon. coming. Oh, he's I'm the best. No, I've known this since I was like 15 years old. That Tim Tim Salmon went to the same junior high. Oh yeah. To he told me high. that when I told you that you Did were really? going to come and throw the, the first pitch. He went to the rival high yeah. school and they won a national championship. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Tim Salmon told me before I go out. He goes, Alex, don't feel bad. I went and threw a first pitch and I sailed it. Like, sailed it, like, over the easy. back netting. Nervous. He's like, sometimes it's just, like, you're out of the game. Like, it just happens. Like, it just, when you get out there, it looks so much further. I'm like, I got this. It's fine. The national anthem finishes. They introduce my name. I walk out there. I black out. <laughs> I could not tell you what happened. I didn't line up. I didn't set up. Like, I, I'm an athlete. I know what I'm doing. Like, you, you get ready. You, you get ready. You go. Yeah. No, nothing. I, I Allie, stood straight. Well, Maybe Ali can come out for that. Well, oh, yeah. JB won't thing. get this on his text chain, so he'll key. miss it. I'm gonna bring I'll little make Rich- sure you hear about it. I'm going to bring little Richard out so that he throws a ball, and as long as I throw better than little Richard, I'll be okay. But no, look at the photo. Can no. you tell from the photo? When, hang on. When you have you, have you not learned yet that when you become a parent, it's not about you anymore? Richard. I understand it's about me, but that's so, why I'm bringing little Richard. No, it's not about you. It's not about you. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even a parent. What? I'm what not even a parent. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. You just said, as long as I throw it better than Little Rich. He no. doesn't have an <laughs> ego yet. About- <laughs> he doesn't have an ego yet. Are you kidding? That's yeah, no. scars. No, I Are don't you care kidding? if it's scars. You're his father. I don't care. You're his He's father. He's got a trust fund. He's born on third set of back. He's saying a trust fund. That kid's all the way home. He never has to do anything right. That kid doesn't have to work a day in his life. No cares. You think anybody on this broadcast cares that Little Richard has a trust fund? You're cleaning it up. Don't do that. He's my man. The little fro under the hat. He's too my man. So cute. It he, doesn't matter. You're killing him. And he I, loves flags. He loves flags. Right. He's got. So, he's been cheering the Cleveland Cavaliers on. <laughs> now, the best part. This is so, amazing. He's gonna be a Laker fan in a few years. We gotta go. So this we is, have no, to go. we're not going because I'm gonna tell this story and then you can go. You're okay. not the host anymore, Richard. <laughs> right. Yeah, so out. here's. So I show up. We're in Cleveland. We <laughs> get dressed. I'm leaving. He's on the bus. I'm getting ready to get on the bus. I got on my gear, whatever. So, Lil Rich says, he point. I got a. Go Rich ahead. says, anyway. Big Rich? He, no, no, no. Big Rich, Rich says, but yeah. Lil Rich says, Daddy, Daddy. I got on an NBA shirt, so he's pointing at the logo and he says, Daddy, Daddy. Like he's the logo? No. No, no. Like I'm like, his daddy. He, like, no. Daddy, daddy, so, yeah. after all these years of him talking about my son, <laughs> he points at me and says, Daddy. daddy. Daddy, I'm like, Lil Rich, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. And that's how we're going to end this. Uh, and on that note, we can't thank the Maestrals enough for allowing us on their boat. This has been amazing. We have now conquered the air, the sea, and the land. The only thing left is outer space. Outer hashtag, space. hashtag us paternity test. So with that said, <laughs> this is another of summer edition. Stop snorting. With Richard Jefferson. Alex Curry. Peter. 
JB, our wonderful guest. Thank I'm you your host, Alex. Yeah, we're out. <laughs> Alex, that's good.